It's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Friday, November 17th. I'm your host, Donald Ware, getting you set for the weekend matchups. You got a couple of big games. You know, you have, you have. Uh, I was getting ready to say Tuskegee in the national playoffs, but the Golden Tigers got absolutely robbed. Nine and two season SIAC champions, and they don't make it into the Division II playoffs, but you have both Bowie State and Virginia State hosting games. I mean, that's got to be, that's got to be, well, I, I want to say it's a first, but maybe not. If I think back to 2006, uh, North Carolina Central actually had a bye week in the first round of the Division II playoffs and then hosted a what was in essence a second-round game. And it seems like Elizabeth City State that same year, not only did they get the at-large berth, but they hosted a first-round game as well. I'm not 100% sure about that, but certainly one of the rare times where two CIAA teams not only are in the playoffs, but host a first-round matchup. So Bowie State going to be in action uh, as well as Virginia State. The Boxer Row National Play Game of the Week is going to be the Aggie-Eagle rivalry, North Carolina A&T and North Carolina Central. You also have another uh, game that we could have said was the game of the week, uh, which is Howard and Hampton, which also could go a long way in determining who the MEAC champions would be. Now, where we stand right now, A&T with their win or its win last week against Savannah State clinched at least a share of the MEAC crown. What the Aggies have to do to win it outright is defeat North Carolina Central which obviously is no easy task. The Aggies losing to the Eagles the last in the last three meetings. And so if A&T can do that, it would win the championship outright. Now, if A&T loses to North Carolina Central and Howard defeats Hampton, then both A&T and Howard would share the MEAC championship. And can you believe we're saying or that I'm saying that Howard could share the MEAC title, this would have been unfathomable, uh, you know, coming into the season. Even with Mike London coming in, certainly in the last couple of years, no way in the world, but that is, in fact, the scenario. So let's break down the Aggies and the Eagles. Um, when I look at North Carolina Central, I look at a I look at them and I would look at their offense. I look at a very solid all-around offense. I think the strength of the Eagles is the running game. Um, whether it's Simpson um, or whether it's Chauncey Caldwell, the quarterback, who is for all intensive purposes has done a pretty decent job this year, especially if you look at the numbers. But I tell you what, he has yet to see a defense the likes of AT, but still a solid offense with some good receivers for North Carolina Central. And this is the deal. The Eagles, really running quarterbacks in general, have given A&T problems, even this year. You can look at Florida A&M. You can look at Savannah State. You can even look at, to some degree at Charlotte. Even this year, um, running quarterbacks have given the Aggies problems, certainly the last couple of years with Malcolm Bell at the helm. But, uh, Chauncey Caldwell is not Malcolm Bell. So we'll see how the, the A&T defense um, 
plays Caldwell. He's completing about 53% of his passes, 10 touchdowns to two or three interceptions on the season. So he's done a relatively decent job. But seems like every time we come around this game, um, the Eagles may be doing okay, and all of a sudden they, they just get it going, especially in the running department. And they got some guys that can run the football that have done damage against A&T uh, in the past years. When I take a look at the Eagles' defense, um, it's solid. I, I don't know that it's as good a defense this year as it's been in years past. Still, it's going to be a solid, solid defense. And I'm going to tell you what, um, the Eagles are going to need for that defense to be really, really solid because A&T has a really, really, really strong offense, which we're going to talk about um, a little bit more. I mean, uh, you know, Central this year has done a really good job in terms of pressuring the quarterback, 30 uh, quarterbacks, 30 sacks on the season for the Eagles as a team. And by the way, Reggie Hunter, their linebacker, is a big game type of player. So, you know, he's going to be ready to rock and roll uh, for this game as well. So that's a, sort of a look at the Eagles. When you look at North Carolina A&T, uh, starting from the offensive side of the football, it all begins really, I mean, it, it, you know, Lamar Raynard, the quarterback, has had a tremendous season. You look at the numbers, um, you know, they're all there in excess of 2,500 yards passing, something like 66% of his um, passes completed, 25 touchdowns to five interceptions. He's done a, a really good job. He has um, a big-time receiver in Elijah Bell and then some really good receivers, Chris Garden, um, Jaquil Capel, um, Malik Wilson's a deep threat. Uh, they like to utilize Trey Scott in the uh, as the tight end. And then also out of the backfield, especially on third downs, they like to utilize Jamari Smith as well. The running game is something that the Aggies have made more of a commitment to the last couple of weeks. And Marquell Cartwright, 1,020 yards rushing. He's averaging five yards per carry with 11 touchdowns. They've really gotten him going the last couple of weeks. Um, that offensive line is solid behind the All-American uh, left tackle, Brandon Parker. So this is a very, you know, a, a, an offense that uh, is – uh, is 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 really really good, but they're definitely more committed. They're more committed, I would say, to the run. But um, they've passed. Obviously, they're passing the football a lot more than they had in years past when they had Tariq Cohen. From a defensive perspective, A and T very solid up front. Defensive line uh, is what Rod Broadway prides. Um, himself on and they're very very good some individual stars like Jeremy Taylor who's moved to more of the rover position five interceptions they got a kid uh, by the name of Mac McCain uh, who plays one of the corner spots five interceptions on the season he's got three pick sixes on the season as well so and and, and what A&T also uh, likes to do and have done in the last couple of weeks is blitzed as well I mean they got 32 sacks on the season so you know, you got two teams that uh, are really pressure the quarterback and get after the quarterback. Maybe the difference is could be in the special teams, um, especially when you got a guy like a Chris Garden. He's had, I mean, Chris Garden as a, as a as a return man, he's had like two, he's something like two uh, kickoff returns that that were touchdowns called back on the season he's got one punt return 
on the season. So this, you know, this could be a situation um, where uh, special teams could could really play a factor. I think this year that A T is much more talented than the Eagles are this year, and I and I thought that really the last three years. I'll say fifteen. It was about even. Last year, I thought A&T was more talented. In 14, I thought A&T was more talented. I think A&T definitively, in my opinion, is more talented than the Eagles. But that's but but that doesn't matter because, again, for the most part, in at least two of the last three years, A&T has been the more talented team coming into this game and could not get the win. So it's all going to be about an attitude. Um, I think the Eagles are over-losing. Or, or the fact that they're not going to be able to defend their MEAC championship, uh, losing on a Hail Mary last week. I think they're going to be over that. They want to, because they're not going to the championship, and this is the Aggie-Eagle rivalry, they want to spoil A&T's perfect season and make them have to share that crown where the Eagles did not have to share the crown on last year. Meanwhile, for North Carolina A&T, they're on a mission. Uh, Rod Broadway calls this a special season. And as as part of this being a special season, um, the Aggies want to remain undefeated. So it's going to be uh, an attitude deal uh, for A&T. It's their home field this year. Um, I expect there may be to be a little bit of chippiness prior to this prior to this game. These are two teams um, that that really programs that don't like each other. Um, they're uh, again on. Uh, they're not on opposite ends of the spectrum, but in terms of uh, competing for the championship, they are on opposite ends of the spectrum. A&T is competing for a championship. North Carolina Central is not competing for the MEAC crown, but they're competing to go out on the right foot to have eight wins on the season and to spoil the Aggies' undefeated season, even though A&T will be going to the Celebration Bowl no matter what happens in this game or the game between Howard and and Hampton. So that's a look at the Box to Row National Game of the Week between A&T and Central. Stay on our website, BoxToRow.com, BoxToRow.com. Take a look at the scoreboard. Had a chance to do a piece uh, on the on this uh, on the Hail Mary uh, from last week, and also um, had a chance to write about the Hampton situation whereas Hampton is leaving the MEAC to join the Big South Conference. So stay right here at BoxToRow.com and check out those particular pieces. And uh, have a great rest of your weekend. Uh, if you're listening to this broad, this uh, podcast and you're going to be in Greensboro on tomorrow, if you see me, holler at me. Otherwise, I'll talk with you on Monday.